0: Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe.
1: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Gym Words Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Corey from Beast Barbell Club out of Newport News, Virginia. Welcome to the show, Miss Corey. How are you today?
2: I'm good. Thanks, Brooke. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing good, and I'm really stoked to have you here and <laughs> to talk about what you have going on in your fitness business. But before we do that, tell us why you decided to open Beast Barbell Club.
2: Um, I've always been fit, always been in shape um, from very young age. And in uh, being a Gulf War veteran, I... Um, became very sick in 2017 and I had to leave you know my my position. I lost everything financially um, you know and so uh, the the breaking point was when uh, I had to ask for food stamps. and when I did, I thought I was gonna get a little more than I beckoned for. And so it was about $15 and I I was like, what the frig? So, um, I decided at that point, I was also, um, starting to work out again. I was getting better. Mm -hmm. And, um, I said, you know what? (laughs) I can do this. And so I didn't want to depend on, uh, my disability or anything. And I've never been that kind of person. always been a, a pretty big visionary, um, something that's not there I had you know, the ability to be able to put it into into process and to be able to, you know, carry it out to fruition. And so that's why I decided to start Beast Barbell Club, because Beast is about, you know, um, the challenges you have in life. Um, It's a two-edged sword. It's basically whatever you come up against is your beast. But at the same time, you have to be a beast to destroy the beast. And so that's what the essence of um, Beast Barbell Club is and how it started.
1: Okay, okay. So uh, really kind of a journey for you. Yes. The end of the journey kind of brought you here to the point of, you know, being a fitness business owner. But, you know, your story here is a little bit unique um, in in the (laughs) fact of, you know, Tell us about Beast Barbug Club as it stands now and Ooh. as it will stand in three months. Kind of give okay. us your elevator pitch of the services that you guys are currently <laughs> and where <working. laughs>
2: you're. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, um, the elevator pitch. Oh boy. Um, so right now, Beast is doing things online. I am actually in the process of becoming a personal trainer. I don't look like a personal trainer, but I am going to be a personal trainer. Um, I am actually studying um, and doing nutrition. We want to focus on, you know, um, autoimmune conditions where you know individuals can get over those types of challenges, especially when it comes to fitness. And so. Um, right now we're doing things online as a one-on-one or virtually, and, um, we're going to be moving forward with, you know, the launching of the gym, um, there's so much that's involved with BEAST. It's not just about a gym. It's definitely for veterans to a degree where it's very much focused on the veteran community here in Virginia, uh, in this Newport News metropolitan area, which is extremely, extremely vibrant with um, veterans and retirees and active duty with very limited resources um and so we want to be able to bring that camaraderie that you know typically most veterans have when they're still in the military but then they get out and it's like what is going on where's my where's my buddy where's my you know where's my stuff but i don't you don't know where any of that is and so you kind of just kind of pedal along and um, Beast has, you know, some long-term things. Um, in the next few months, we're definitely building the the website where the app will be on the website. You can join online. You won't even have to be here in Newport News. You can still, um, you know, there's challenges on the app with other indiv- individuals that are a part of the gym. Um, we'll be going to a place where we're trying to work with, you um, the whole health program with the VA and those members as well as um, the big thing, which is the building, which I am very excited about. Um, Just crazy. There's hubs in the gym, you know, little hubs to kind of create that competition type environment. But yet at the same time, super fun, still power uh you know, uh, powerlifting, weightlifting um involved, but not something that's so extreme that, you know, you can't do it. I mean, most people are very intimidated to come into the gym. I understand that completely. I know a lot of women in the the powerlifting Arena, you know, all feel like they're kind of isolated because it's like, it's a guy thing, you know, (laughs) and it's not. We all know that it's not. However, those gyms are pretty much tailored for men, and we want to target those women that are really into. You know, powerlifting and weightlifting, and give them the stuff that they need. So we're definitely will be having competitions in you know the future um, in in that facility, promoting competitions, um, just bringing a lot of things to the community as well. Um, that is one of the bigger focuses. You know, focusing on um, you know military suicide and resources that don't necessarily. Uh, involve that veteran having to go through what I had to go through.
1: Yeah, so, definitely. so it sounds like, you know, you're really looking to be a staple in the veteran community in the Newport News, Virginia area. Um, are, will you be accepting clients that are not affiliated
2: with? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> absolutely. Okay, cool. We have no limitations. No, no limitations.
3: Um, but it no. would
2: just... It's, it's definitely, um, I guess if you're never, you're not a veteran, you wouldn't, um, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're old or you're young, when you see another veteran, you find out another veteran is near you. It just is like an instant family. And right. so, of course, that still exists in the gym. However, um, it's just a totally different connection that you can't get anywhere else and we want to promote that for sure. Um, and giving them a place of comfort but at the same time a place where they can go like beast out I'm ready to go I'm ready to go all right let's ho ho you know let's get it let's get it let's get it but at the same time still have fun and have everyone be able to come together and just enjoy the space and so that's yeah. what our ultimate goal is awesome so
1: big things coming you're moving into yes. that space within the next three or so months is it yes. being built out right now
2: Um, We're slowly trying to redefine where the building is because we've had some challenges with local spacing um, that really can't accommodate what we want. And just really honestly, just too expensive to do what I want to do without having to do build out and then get everything, tenant improvements and landlord improvements done and then have to move. I really am trying to avoid that challenge, which, you know, as you know, as a gym owner, I mean, you go through all of that, and you make the negotiations, and, you know, sometimes the landlord wants to pay, sometimes they don't want to pay, and you just have to be able to have the right space, which is, I'm that type of person, I don't want to get involved in something, and then have to pull out, and start all over again. Um, and so we do have a space that's in mind but we wanna really focus on this Newport News area and um, it, and it's because of the economic development that's going on here and space is really limited. Um, so we had a couple of spaces and it was like, uh, uh, you know, it cost way too much. To actually get in there, do what we want to do, and then later have to pick up and move to a bigger space. Because I do believe that we'll have a huge, huge, um, you know, client list. Um, because you know we get people all the time that are either coming stationed out of state or visiting, and they reach out to us and they're like, "Oh, you know, can we go to your gym?" And I'm like, "Oh, we're oh, you not know, of course, because of COVID." But um, we want to be able to accommodate whether you're a visitor or you're just wanting to, you know, get in and get out without having any changes and limitations. So okay. that's the main goal.
1: Okay. So is it realistic that the space will be like s- established within? Oh yes. Okay. oh, yes.
2: Oh, yes. Oh, cool. yes. We do have, there is, there's two spaces that right now are in negotiation. Awesome. So
1: let's kind of talk about, we have the space. So Mm -hmm. let's kind of talk about what are you going to do to fill that space? Not, I'm not talking about equipment, but I'm talking about people. So what does that process look like? How are you, are you doing pre-sales? Are you (laughs) talking about that? Like, where are you finding your clients?
2: Um, We're definitely doing pre-sales prior to opening. Um, The the app definitely gives us that edge as well um, because you don't have to necessarily wait until the gym is open to become a member and start, you know, working out with us. And that's one of the great things about it. Um, Of course, we'll have, you know, merchandise that will be, you know, again, tailored to a lot of women. We have a lot of, you know, girly girl kind of, you know, females that want to still be beasts, but they want to still be girls too. And so we want to bring in that clientele through, you know, apparel um, and things like that. Also, you know, doing fundraising, Um, also scoping out, um, like I said earlier about the doing contracts with the VA. Um, that is another huge um, aspect of BEAST where we would be really bringing in um, veterans or their spouses or whoever it is that's in that particular program, which is called Whole Health. And it's a comprehensive full program, You know, spiritually, mentally, uh, physically. Um, trying to get veterans and and their families in a different direction, and so we would be actually bringing some of those individuals that are going through those programs um, to the gym and become members of the gym. So that's a whole nother thing that I not, I had not even considered doing contracting um, with the VA or any government entity. Um, it just didn't it just didn't occur to me. But they don't have facilities to accommodate the the, the the individuals and so um again nutrition uh bringing those individuals in through nutrition um, as well as I'll be studying autoimmune nutrition um so it's really it's 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 not limited in any way and that's one of the things that I really like about beast it's not a CrossFitters gym. It's not a weightlifting gym. It's not a powerlifting gym. It's really for people who are trying to really move forward in their wellness journey. Um, and so that doesn't limit us to, to any individual or any type of uh, clientele. And that's what I really like about it.
1: Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, you're doing a lot. You, like you said, you have an app that helps you're looking at contracting with the VA. Of course you're, mm-hmm. you're producing some word of mouth, but I do like to always kind of take the angle here look at the world today, where we stand, we're kind of a digital world. It's like everyone's sure. spending a lot of time online. And yes. the number one way that I've seen gyms fill their space from all these conversations that I've had is through digital advertising, utilizing the social medias and using like the actual advertising feature, put a dollar behind a post and putting some kind of offer and reaching people in the community. Right. Is that something that, you're hoping to do
2: or you're currently doing or
1: um, what is it like for you?
2: We are on social media. We're on Facebook as well as Instagram. Um, it has been a challenge uh, for me personally because of the fact that, you know, Typically, when you think of fitness, image is a lot. It, it's, it's just what it's made of. And so um, that has been a deterrent for me personally because of my own self-image. And so um, I've kind of delayed doing, you know, post of videos and me working out. But in the last couple of months, few months, we've definitely been posting on a regular basis of me actually, you know, doing doing workouts and, um, you know, getting people to follow us. Uh, we'll be doing actually a fundraiser of some t-shirts to promote for um, a a campaign that is a part of the gym, which is called Azar. And Azar is a, um, a Hebrew word for help. And so anything that pretty much comes through Azar is Uh, of course, to help local veterans, but it's also t-shirts. It's basically, you know, a way for us to, again, show that we're community-minded and based, but it's as well as I'm getting out there showing where I'm at, showing that you can do it. And so we're definitely getting a lot more clients and um, followers and likes of me actually pumping iron and... (laughs) doing squats <laughs> and things that, you know, have been really challenging for me. Um, and so that's really, really promising. Um, I can't believe how many people were actually reaching. Um, it's very, very challenging, but it's, and it's intimidating, but it's, it's very cool. And so I'm getting a little bit less shy on social media. Um, in that regard (laughs) to bring in additional clients. Yes. Yeah.
1: I mean, with what, with what you're kind of talking about here, the idea of kind of organically posting we're, we're, we're filming content when we're working out, we're filming with clients, we're taking pictures, things like that. It's all, I think it's vital for us to have an organic social media presence, but when we look at, you know, organic social media, the only people that we're reaching is the people that follow us or Mm -hmm. the friends of the people that follow us we're not reaching that person in your community who is probably at at home. they're not necessarily looking for a gym right but a gym like yours could literally change and transform their life and so absolutely how do we reach that person yeah it's a challenge um And so, what a lot of people are doing is using like Instagram and Facebook, using the digital advertising Mm piece where they put a little money into it. Yeah, it it reaches X amount of people. You get sales coming in.
2: Is that something you're open to to help you? Like we are East Barbell. Yeah, we are. Um, that is a new. (laughs) that's a new concept for, um, for beast, because of course, initially it was all about just the location, but COVID kind of put us in that, that different mindset to focus on those individuals that you just mentioned that are local. However, they don't have the ability or um, want or have the desire to come into a physical gym just yet. And so um, that has been, again, for me being you know, someone that's new in this industry. Um, and as far as, you know, actually applying uh, fitness principles and things like that, uh, it's, it's really difficult. It's hard to maneuver through that whole system. Um, there's really no, I mean, they have trainings, but I mean, it's yes. all about, <laughs> uh, nobody's walking me through it. And yeah. so, it's, it's a big challenge, but it's definitely something we are interested in doing for sure. We've yeah. done a few. We've <laughs> done a few. Um, and it's it's bananas, actually. It's like super bananas. I'm like, who are these people? Yeah. How are they following us? I was like, yeah. this is a lot of people.
1: <laughs> That's the hard part, right? Like we're experts at the fitness side. You could probably work walk somebody through a workout in your sleep. Yeah. But we're not advertising experts and that's just a matter of the fact, right? We will never be marketing advertising experts, but there's definitely support out there in the world to help us with those things because definitely something that will bring you to that next level. Um, But I want to ask you here, what is the ideal number for you? Like once you get your space, once it opens up, how many members realistically are you going to need to have in the space to be profitable?
2: Right. Um, well, according to most of our numbers, um, the general number ratio right now is ultimately a minimum of 400 members that's doesn't matter if they are continually coming based off of the space and you know the um, cost of the space um, rental purposes and things like that and overhead um, but generally at a, a minimum you know of the lowest uh, membership uh, is 55 I think a month um, off the top of my head uh, at you know 500, 400 members. Um, that is our overall goal. Um, and that's because, of course, the space will be much bigger than a typical smaller space than, you know, smaller space costs less money. But because we're trying to make sure that we just kind of bring a home to the gym and not having to move and do these things, um, you definitely have to up the ante with, you know, the membership. However, uh, the membership is not necessarily, uh, like you said, uh, targeted just to physical members. And that's one of the great things about the app. The app will give you those options of being a member without actually having to be physically here, um, in Newport News. And so, you know, we will have coaches, um, you know, uh, trainers as well. But again, we want to be able to accommodate those that are not physically able to do certain things without having to give, you know, isolate them. Um, and so the app will give us that leverage, which again, goes back to digital marketing, of course. And um, the website right now, it would be more so the, if you go to the website, you know, that's something we'll start to push a lot more now because the app will be active and you can actually join online, you can sign up online, you can pay online, do everything online um, if you're not here physically in this lo- you know local area. And so that app is just crazy. I, I, I kid you not. I remember when we were trying to create one and it was like, this is heavy, you know, so we found a new software that is, you know, um, very flexible and diversified to accommodate us locally as well as online. And so um, that will be coming in the next, probably the next couple of weeks. So, yeah, so that's, um, we're definitely, I'm going through training now, (laughs) again, and, um, and so once that's live, it'll be on the website so doesn't matter if you see us on Facebook or Instagram, um, if you just, you know, Google us you'll be able to go onto the website you'll see a join us and you know all you got to do is just plug in you figure out what you know level of membership that you want you stay online you can do face to faces you can do virtual training with us it's just a lot of you know a lot of options without having to compromise you know the physical gym because it can be overwhelming i took a class with fitbiz university Um, because they're really brick and mortar focused. Right. And I learned so much from them, but yet at the same time, uh, it was like, well, high ticket items and, you know, things that I was like, high ticket items, who, what's a high ticket item. But, you know, you really have to, again, like this podcast, not knowing, you know, to break your legs to get 35, you know, a 35 $40, $50 hit for 600 members so you can make break even. That's a lot of people, um, especially if you don't have the resources to accommodate them. You'll kill yourself. And so that was something that I learned that I was like, how are these people making, you know, Ten, eleven thousand dollars a month. You know, for that, You know, all these hundred fifty. Th- I was like, that does make sense. <laughs> I was like, uh, so there are only one people. Do they sleep? You know, and so yeah. <laughs> those are the, yeah. the back secrets that nobody tells you about. Yeah, I love this. I love this
1: discussion right mm-hmm. now. It's kind of bringing up a, another thought for me here. Is like so many people in this industry, we think that growth means a thousand members, right? Yes. Yes. And but that's not necessarily the case, right? No. We could have a solid four hundred members and be happy, and have yes. them in higher ticketed yes, and uh, higher ticket memberships. We could yes. be offering them p- personal training. We could yes,
2: semi private a training. whole package. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, and they become lifelong members. Yeah. Because they have that personal connection with you. You're not so overwhelmed by having so many members and you can't connect with them on a much deeper level, which is what we really want to do. We want to be able to be with you through the lifetime of your journey, not just when you're, you know, At the beginning, because you're so overwhelmed with having so many members that you can't focus on that individual because things change, people change, Um, circumstances change and they affect whether or not that person is willing to come to the gym or whether or not they um, they have the financial means to continue at the gym. We don't want to limit that individual to that degree, especially if they're going to be a long life term member we want to build a relationship and that's something that I did not realize uh in the beginning whatsoever just like you said um a thousand members I mean it's just like oh, how do I get a thousand members you know how do I maintain a thousand members I'm only one person
3: yeah you know, and then you try and
2: calculate that over a month and you're trying to figure out how many people during each week each day of the week that would calculate up to a thousand members and it's like I'm yeah, it's never gonna be able to
1: do that. You it's know, so craziness. yeah, it's 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 definitely a journey. And so yes. um, you know, I'm super excited for you, Corey, because I've never talked to somebody so motivated to make something happen. Like this is you don't even have, like this gym doesn't even like it exists, exactly in like action, but like you have <laughs> such like such a brilliant kind of bigger picture mindset. And I love that. And I, I appreciate you for sharing your dreams and goals with us today. Yeah. Um, just being open
2: about that. That's a yeah. big goal. Um, yeah. What's the, what's the Instagram page or the Facebook page? Where can our, listeners- um, our Instagram page is hashtag, um, the beast barbell club. And um, the Facebook page is um, BeastBarbellClub.757. So we really try and target those that are in our local area. Um, You know, we we post and and, um, hashtag for Newport News, Virginia. Um, That's another thing. We want to be able to accommodate our emergency personnel as well. You know, they want to stay in shape too, Um, and you know, I mean, how can we exclude them? We want them to be able to run. <laughs> we want them to be able to keep up with the criminals and all of these yes. things and stuff, you know? Yes. So we definitely don't exclude anyone. And, and so it, it just, it is really weird because when we started, everything I was taught was the business plan, the, the, the financials, you know, we took you know SBA classes and SCORE classes and things like that. And it was like, okay. And then when it came time, just before COVID had hit, it was like, okay, you don't have any, in, you don't have any revenue. And I was like, nobody said anything about revenue, you know. And it was like what is wait a minute hold on and that was the really big challenge because it was like if you go based off of the supposed steps that they tell you but for fitness it's really not that way yeah and it's totally different it's totally It really different. is and yeah. they're like you know well, we're not willing to give you any money you're not generating anything and yeah. I'm like uh well I did everything right and well, so it's <laughs> like well, yeah. you know what? You're like a gym that's there but that's not there and it's yeah. very true. And it was kind of like when you guys even reached out to us when we have people, you know, actually reach out to us I'm like, how do these people find us, you know, because in my mind it's real but it's not real because we're not in our physical location. And and it's weird but they're like you're like in a totally established business but you're not Actually, yeah. in a physical location, and it's like, yeah, well, I didn't choose it that way. Like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, <laughs> you know, but but you're gonna be there. You're gonna yes. feel like you did. Yes. You're gonna have yes. this successful mind, uh successful business because you have that mindset. So, yes. thank you so much for being here today. We do have to wrap things up here, listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords Podcast, fill out the link in the description and we'll be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out.
0: Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free, leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview.
4: What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree, I will be your host today, and I'm here with Kit and Hilton from Full-Time Fitness in High Point, North Carolina. What's up guys? How are we doing today? We're
5: doing
3: great, doing yeah. Great, doing great. Thanks
4: for having us today. Yeah, Thank absolutely.
1: You
4: good. Absolutely. Thank you for taking the time. I appreciate it. Alrighty. So without wasting any time here, let's jump right into the details. What is it that made you guys want to own your own gym? How did you get started? What's the story there?
3: Um, the story is um I'm an exercise physiologist by trade. Um when I went in when I was in school, I took up exercise physiology, not knowing if I wanted to go into physical therapy, if I wanted to go to med school. I just didn't know. When I mm-hmm. graduated, I just wanted a job. Um mm-hmm. started training. My wife found me my first job at Gold's Gym. And I realized that was my thing. I was I was I was LeBron James, you know. So um mm-hmm. I was training in big box gyms, your goals gym, you know. Mm-hmm you know, that scenario. And um, they focused on gym memberships. I was focused on getting results. Um, We just had a disconnect there. Um, So there was a, there was a problem. I saw a problem and we figured out a solution. Um, We created full-time fitness and, you know, we get results fast, make your workout the best part of your day. And we've been doing it for like 20 years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, we focus on person-centered training. Um, a lot of what we do is one-on-one and we just really love an individual aspect of, you know, transforming lives.
4: Absolutely. I love that. And are you both in the gym
5: (laughs) (laughs) full-time? Okay. That's, that's a funny story. So in seasons, so, you know, as entrepreneurs and building our gym, we also build our family over these years. mm -hmm. Um, Yes, I have worked behind the scenes more than anything in the gym um, in terms of management, but I'm also a wellness coach. I'm a transformational wellness coach. Mm -hmm. My background is actually mental health and substance abuse. So I've worked as a counselor, but in the gym setting, um, that's transformed into a transformational wellness coach. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do that. Um, I'm a holistic practitioner. So, you know, in our Setting in our culture, it's not just about the fitness, but it's about looking at a person um, holistically. So it's wellness, mind, Mm -hmm. body, and soul. So I pretty much spearhead that portion of the services and what we do in collaboration with obviously the physical fitness. And then we have a really large family. So um, we have five children. So, you know, there's the home aspect as well. But yeah, we both work in FTF. Um, from conception, it's been a partnership and, you know, everything we do is a partnership.
4: Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. Um, and I mean, that side of things, the holistic wellness side of things and the, you know, mental health side of things are also closely related, you know, and it, it goes so well and works so well within the business because, it's not just the physical side of things, you know, and when people come into the gym and they start experiencing the physical side of things it leads to other things as well um, and translates into so many other aspects of your life. So to be able to provide that all under one roof is amazing. That's awesome. So now, as far as your business model goes, the way you structure things within the facility. So you said you do a lot of one-on-one sessions. Are you doing group sessions as well, semi-privates at all? Kind of walk us through the layout, how you lay things out within the facility itself.
3: Um, so it's pretty much like a doctor's office. Okay. I'm the doctor. I'm Hilton. I'm the exercise physiologist. I have training assistants. Um my whole team has degrees in exercise science, whether it's you know, exercise science, kinesiology, exercise physiology. I'm really big on the sciences um, with what we do because I, I feel like we're dealing with lives. Um, I structure everything off ACSM. Um, I really like to focus on the exercises, medicine aspect of things. And an individual comes in, we take them through an evaluation, a consultation, take them through a workout, test for abilities, see if they have any limitations, put together a sound prescription, and then from that point, we follow the plan. So it's just prescribe, train, get results, and bask in the glory of doing what you love every day.
5: So personal one-on-one, we do group training. Of course, we offer um, boot camps and classes too over the years. We kind of just kind of cycle through.
3: Yeah. So I I believe that the the larger a class gets, the more it minimizes the way you can obtain certain Mm -hmm. results. So I like for group fitness to kind of supplement the individual aspect of things. But everybody has to have some form of individual at individual training, whether it's one time a week, two time a week or three time a week. And then we use group fitness classes to kind of supplement that, uh, which helps us get great results for people.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And so it sounds like you have a a very diagnostic process when people walk in and things are very tailored to exactly what they need when they walk in the door.
3: Yeah, people, people, people like. For things to be individualized and customs, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's the it's the it's the MySpace, it's the Me World. You know what I mean? The iPhone. Yeah. <laughs> so people, people like when things are personalized. I mean, yeah, the a cookie. You know, one size fits all model. You know, can work and you can get great results, but this just works for our, our level of service and our level of expertise. Yeah,
5: transformation. Transformation is. It's collective, but it's personal first. Right. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think is sell the transformation and not just the product. Right. So yeah, we're, we're, we're dealing with lives.
4: Yeah, absolutely. And the results speak for themselves. Right. So that's, oh. that's what we're really looking for. Uh, so as far as your membership base goes, how many clients or members are you currently serving within the facility?
3: Um, well, we have a base membership. Um, that's just individuals that like to access our club, you know what I mean? Just for, you know, our anemones. Um, And we, we don't have, <laughs> <laughs> but we have, we have about 50 to a hundred, you know, clients that, that are in and out of that pool. And then within our personal training, um, we have 150 up to 200, and then we also do corporate wellness. So we have corporate sites that we go to, mm-hmm. and we deal with um, companies, and we help keep those individuals um, intact and 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 on their fitness codes Also, so between the whole pool of things, give or take, um, we're around 250 to 400 clients. Okay. You know it ebbs and flows in the gym business, but um, mm-hmm. you know that's that's our range, two fifty to about four hundred um, members. Got
4: mm-hmm. it. Okay. And so the golden question is always: How do you advertise? How do you market? How do you get the word out there to people to grow the membership? That is typically what the listeners always want to know. You know, it's like that's the thing that most gym owners really struggle with. Um, so how are you getting the word out there to let people know? Where you located? What you do? The services that you provide? What does that look like for you guys?
3: Um, ultimately, the best marketing is internal marketing. Somebody getting results and they're telling their friends. Um, now there's ways that we use Facebook and other um, modes social of social media, media to kind of um, promote that marketing, to promote that internal marketing. Because it's, I mean, you can send somebody a mailer. You know with a stock image or you can send them a mailer with their neighbor and if they see their neighbor on that mailer they're like oh my goodness this is joanne from down the road you know so everything we like to do we, we base it on our core values and we like to keep it personal and we like to keep it authentic we're really big on being authentic in our area just because we know people people know us we have an intimate setting our our facility is about five thousand square square feet and we know everybody everybody knows us mm-hmm. and it's a family it's a community um and i mean we have clients for i mean we we see their children grow up from 5 right. years old to you know they're in Clemson right now yeah. so i mean we 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 train people for life like we we become a a, a line item in their budgets you know mm-hmm. yeah which will be you know based
5: on the whole- culture
3: yeah. So it's it's all about um, creating an authentic culture while marketing and just really riding off of internal marketing, that word of mouth, people really talking to individuals that they know that actually um come into our club, get results, and, you know, mm-hmm. would really love to see their, their friends or their neighbors right here beside them, you know, mm-hmm. getting better, staying well, and getting results. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
4: absolutely. I mean, Word of mouth is fantastic for the community aspect, you know, building the community and getting more like-minded people in the, in the facility. The only thing, well, there's two things, two main things that I, I don't love about the word of mouth is that it's not reliable. So on a monthly basis, it's like, you can't rely on getting X amount of people in the doors on a monthly basis off of word of mouth right one month you might have 10 people the next month you might have two you don't really know right so you can't really track it and if you can't track it it makes it really hard to grow it the other side of that being when we do talk about word of mouth it's more of a limited pool because the people that come into your facility only know so many people and of those people how many of those people are looking for fitness How many of those are looking for a new gym and how many of those are looking for the services that you actually provide? You know, so it really starts to narrow things down and make that pool really small. Um, So it can be challenging to grow off of things being based mostly on word of mouth. Um, So, I mean, those are the the downfalls that I typically see. I always like to have multiple poles in the water as far as advertising goes, you know, word of mouth paid advertising whether that be through facebook instagram google um referrals you know there's all sorts of ways that you can increase the membership but i'm always just um i'm not a huge
5: fan of word of mouth i'm
4: not gonna lie
5: it's a yeah i I agree with you in that you can't have one way mm -hmm. and i think um just with our experience over these 20 years we've done it all Mm -hmm. and i think as um as a company that wants to continue growing you have to continue evolving you have to evolve with the times. you know when we first started out it was mailers it was more you know word of mouth it was i mean we're in different times now like 20 years later right so you have to evolve you definitely have to evolve and then you have to watch you know the energy of your company and and it goes through changes and phases and and you know if you want to reach another another audience or reach another level you do have to have an open mind and do the things that work to to attain that newness so for us it's definitely been um an evolutionary thing Mm -hmm. but word of mouth in our community has we've had a lot of success with that but that comes with actually getting real real results too you know you know it's really funny um, but the, the bigger scheme of things, the larger marketing um, ways, you know, social media, um, emails or whatnot, that's a beast in, uh, of its own. And it you is. really just have to be in tune with the times and, and, and up on it to make those things really work for you. So I think you're right that it's, it can be challenging. Um. Mm-hmm. To just obviously focus on one way and you have to find a way to balance and use them all.
3: Yeah. And then in building that sales funnel with what we do with person-centered training, our onboarding process takes so much time mm-hmm. that it we have a huge funnel. We'll be killing ourselves dealing with a lot of people that really don't align with what we're offering, whether it be our mm-hmm. level of service or even our price point. Right. But with the way that we use our referrals and the way that we train our team to even ask for you know, referrals and the way that we train our clients to actually do the marketing for us, um, when they come in, we don't have to spend a lot of time on trust. These people already trust us when they come through the door They know the price point because they already told them and they're dealing with, you know, these individuals that are in their socioeconomic, you know, groupings, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So just from what we do, if we like, if I, I mean, because we've done different types of marketing, we've had, you know, people tearing the door down, but I don't, for lack of better words, I don't like a lot of crap leads. I'd rather have quality leads, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And that's how I like to to garner those quality leads is just by more organically cultivating that that internal marketing or, or that word of mouth and of course adjusting the price point. You don't have to build the trust and pretty much everybody that comes in is gonna buy. You know what I mean? When when you when you're looking at closing rates, you know, uh, eighty nine to ninety nine percent. Um, it's much better than, than, than doing a ton of marketing, you know, spending a ton of money, getting a lot of crap leads and, you know, you're closing 60, 50, 60%. And I feel like I'm a great salesman, but you know, like I know, some people just looking for free. Everybody ain't trying to to buy, you know, when you, when you go into some, uh, you know, those alternative forms of marketing. And I just really don't, at this point in my life, I just really not, I'd rather not waste my expertise, you know, doing an hour and a half worth of onboarding for individuals that really don't want to, you know, get on board,
4: <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm not referring to low barrier offers. I don't like low barrier offers at all. I don't like free. You know, when I was in my gym, I did nothing for free. If you were walking in the door, you were paying something, you know, because I, like you said, like, I, I'm sorry, but I don't want to waste my time. You know, it's like if you're bringing somebody all the way through that onboarding process and you're working with them and you're diagnosing exactly what they need, you shouldn't be working for free. You know and that's something that a lot of gym owners don't i don't want to say that they don't understand but it's it's almost like they're okay with working for free a lot of the time you know and it's so crazy to see so many gym owners offer like a free week or free two weeks or something crazy and i literally said to somebody the other day you're okay with working for free for two weeks you know it's like I'm not like, this is the only industry that people wear it as like a badge of honor, you know, to work an insane amount of hours and make less than you would working for somebody else 40 hours in a week. You know, it's like, it's so crazy, but we get so caught up in, in the sales aspect and people being afraid of sales. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that way. First of all, you know, it's like you have a solution to a problem that somebody has and it's like, are you going to help them or are you not? You know um and that's kind of how the sales process should be and you know like you said you're closing 89 percent plus of people that come in your door you know so it doesn't have to be this weird salesy conversation you know it's like people walk in with a problem they need you to solve it for them and you provide them with the solution you walk them through how you're gonna solve that problem you know it doesn't have to be a, a crazy situation um but yeah i mean so many people focus on just getting a large amount of people in the door, but not necessarily quality. And that was always something that I really focused on was not just can I get a thousand people in the door, but can I get the right people in the doors? You know, Because like I said, you don't wanna waste a a bunch of time and money. Um, Time is money. So it it can be a, a challenging balance there, but it sounds like you guys have gotten it figured out over the last 20 years or so.
3: And it's just it's strategy. You just have to strategically set your targets. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have to cultivate a team that ain't scared to, to ask people for referrals. Yes. Um, I feel like it's easy it's easier for team members to ask for a referral than to ask for the sale. So when people come in, uh, like 80% of our onboarding is done by me. So you actually get to see the doctor. Now, you, you will predominantly work with the training assistants, you know, for, you know, those weekly sessions once, twice, or three times a week, but that onboarding, I do a lot of that individually in our club, and then I have, um, you know, I train, I have like one to two salespeople that are trained up to help me, Mm but, um, I, we, we, we do a lot, you know what I mean, for our clients initially, so, um it has to make sense.
4: <laughs> right. Yeah. You
3: know what I mean? It has to make sense because we could we could go out of business doing doing orientations or evaluations. Oh, yeah.
4: yeah. Absolutely. And I I like that you said I, you know, you had mentioned your price point earlier, so I'm guessing that it's a higher ticket sale, which I love that, you know, because you mentioned results earlier. And you know, a lot of times that's what leads to those long-term clients and people who pay, pay attention, right? So if they're paying more, they're investing financially in what it is that they're doing in your gym, chances are they're gonna show up, they're gonna stick to the program and they're gonna get the results that they're looking for. And results are what keep people, results are what bring new people in, you know, it's all about results. And a lot of gyms are kind of lacking in that department because they have those lower cost memberships that don't really keep people's attention. You know, it's yeah. like when we talk about big box gyms, it's like you pay $20 a month. Do you actually go? Probably not. You know, it's like, I've been paying, a, have been paying two memberships to big box gyms for years. And I rarely if ever go to either of them you know um because it's like a very low amount that just comes out every month and you don't really notice it and it's like but i'm not showing up i'm not getting results from it you know so if we have those higher ticket memberships people pay attention they show up they get the results they're looking for and that leads to long-term memberships and more memberships from other people that maybe they're referring. Um, But multiple ways to grow a business, right? We can get more clients, we can get our clients to pay more by providing them more value and we can keep them longer. So multiple ways there. So now I always like to ask about key challenges or bottlenecks within the business. So are there any challenges right now within the business that are taking a lot of your attention? to kind of main focus for you right now if so how are you working to overcome those challenges or bottlenecks within the business
3: um right now biggest challenge is just um i would say staffing you know making sure mm-hmm. that you got the right people in the right place right at the right time um <laughs> individuals are changing you know i'm more of a gen xer and you know, a lot of, um, our pool of professionals are more in the millennial, um, mindset or generation. So, um, it's a lot of, it's a lot of work that, you know, I have to do to kind of cultivate certain behaviors, Mm um, or, you know, where well, I'm more of a, a work, work, work type personality, I see a lot of people are are looking for a, a cheat code or the hat. You know what I mean. A lot of people want it want it quick. They want yes. instant, gratification <laughs> right away.
5: Or perspective. I call it balance. <laughs> to be fair, um, true. But there is a difference.
3: Yeah. So um, so it's just it's just kind of getting people out of the hack mindset, letting them understand that hey, you know. Like Coca-Cola, you know, we're not trying to sell one person, one soda. We're trying to sell one person, a hundred sodas. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do this for life. We're, we're, we're bottom line. Um, we're career focused and, and actually the individuals that we cultivate throughout this process, even if they're not with us, they're still doing something, um, in this fitness world, um, which is okay. good. So sometimes the, the biggest headache is personnel then dealing with COVID, you know, as these waves arise, you know we have individuals that miss a week or two from time to time and you know we 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 work on monthly membership, so we had to kind of change some things in that regard so just for COVID so we can make things you know more um feasible for everybody you know so where we used to do monthly now it's still a monthly bait well it's not monthly we're doing weekly billings. you know what mm-hmm. I mean so if somebody you know drops out with COVID, then we freeze their account for two weeks, then they're back in. So, you know, we all take a hit, but, you know, you teach your, your staff and yourself how to use that time wisely, okay, you know, when they're not here. Um, we've done a lot of virtual, you know, kind of pivoting into the virtual world, um, and that's that's been difficult, kind of training people in the virtual sense, but I think we've done a really good job with our team and from the clients that work virtually, um, they tell me all the time, man, your, your guys are amazing. Um, so that, 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 that has, those have been the, the, the largest challenges, you mm-hmm. know, I would say in the last six months to 24 months. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah,
4: absolutely. And, um, you know, managing staff and personnel is one of the hardest parts of the business for sure. You know, and that's something that I always kind of struggled with as well was having that like almost empathetic side to being able to deal with the staff members you know because a lot of times their expectations or needs or you know whatever it might be it's kind of challenging especially if you're the type of person that is just go 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 and works you know like no matter what Uh, it was always challenging for me as well to be able to balance that. You know, it was like, there were times where I was working 100 hours a week and I was never home. You know, I was basically sleeping on the gym gym floor in between classes to just get a little bit of rest, you know? So it was very hard for me to have that like empathetic side of things where, you know, when people wanted to take days off or go do things or, you know, whatever it might be, it it was very hard to kind of understand that mentality, you know, and, and I am a millennial and I hate that I'm a millennial, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I don't, I, I'm, I'm always like, yeah, I don't, I don't really relate, you know, I, I don't really get it. Um, so it was, it was always hard to, to balance that and, and, you know, keep those relationships good and and balanced and understand you know but so I definitely understand that aspect um and of course you know the challenges (laughs) the challenges within uh COVID and all of the the things that come about that is that's a whole other ball game um but I'm glad to hear that you guys are doing weekly billing you know that's a huge
3: yeah that's I mean that's that. It's been great. I mean, because people are like, "Oh, okay," and some people they they love it. When you say, "Well, you know, we're gonna transition to to weekly billing," and this is why. And ultimately, I mean, it's fifty two weeks in a year. So, yeah mm, I don't, you know, I don't, so you know, yes. so right. As long as we're focusing on keeping them healthy, that's why right now what we're doing, everything is is about fortifying their immune system and their wellness and keeping people, you know, COVID free or symptom free, if right. anything, you know what I mean? And um, so, so, so that's the plan. So I, I take that as a personal challenge as, you know, the, 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 the better our clients are as far as, you know, with their immunity, then the more profitable we're going to be in right. this era. You see what I'm saying? Mm So we are, you know, we're not taking any any breaks. We're not holding back anything when it comes to wellness. I mean, we're 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 giving teas, we're giving supplements, we're pumping sleep, like on our Facebook pages and and our social media marketing, those are the type things that we're pushing in individuals' faces at all times because at the end of the day, the well-being of your clients is gonna be the the well-being of your bottom line.
4: Absolutely.
3: You know? um, so you know, and you 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 put your money where your mouth is. Go with a weekly bill and say, hey, you know, if I can keep you COVID free or symptom free, you know what I mean, <laughs> then it's a win-win for everybody.
5: Absolutely. Yeah, that's a I... plenty of demands. Plenty of demands to be met. You know, there's nothing we have. No, it, we don't have to create right now. We just like you have to pay attention and meet mm-hmm. the needs demands that they're there financially uh, physically in terms of their wellness mm-hmm. plenty of demands
4: to be met. Absolutely yeah plenty of uh, people that need fitness and wellness in their lives you know there's a, no shortage of people that you need know,
3: services everyone, everybody everybody right. regardless. some yeah. may need a, a little bit more than others but everybody needs this medicine mm-hmm. uh, absolutely we're the only ones with it
4: <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And I love that. Like I said, you guys uh, switch to the the weekly billing. That's something I talk about all the time. You know, it's like there are 52 weeks in a year. So a lot of times, you know, when you're charging on a monthly basis, that's 48 weeks. So you're missing an entire month of payment right there. Um, there you go. And then from the client side of things, it's like a lot of times gym owners are afraid to make that change because they think and this is the, the issue here, they decide for the client. Um, they think that the clients won't like that, you know? But a lot of times it's actually easier for them to budget and it's easier for them to get past the idea of spending you know, $49 a week or whatever it might be than it is to ask them for that lump sum. So a lot of times it's easier for them to budget and, and work things out themselves as well. Um, but great business move, great for the clients as well. So I always love, love the weekly billing. Um, now, one thing I wanna to touch on before we start to wrap up, I always love to ask, If you could provide a piece of advice to somebody who is considering opening their own facility, doing their own thing, going their own way, what would that be? What is one of the most important things that you've learned over your time in ownership in the industry? And I'll let you both put your input in there because they might be slightly different. Um, But, yeah, what's one of the most important things you've learned?
3: Mm, I'm going to let her go first.
5: (laughs) Man. To me, that's a loaded, <laughs> loaded. One. And like, where do you start? Because we've learned so many lessons. I know, right. right? We've we <laughs> learned things we didn't know we needed to learn. Yes. Uh, I mean, honestly, there definitely needs to be a level of, a huge level of uh, passion for what you're you're doing, what you're planning to do. I mean, if it's something that you're serious about, um, sometimes you gotta have, uh, I guess, if it's okay to say, a level of faith mm-hmm. um, to get out there and, and give it a shot. You're not gonna have. You can plan, 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 and plan and plan, and you should. Please, by all means, like have a plan, right? Yes. A business plan, a truth, a life plan about this. Um, but just be open-minded and, and have a, you know, a space that you hold for yourself and knowing that some things are not gonna work out the way you planned them. And, you know, you, ha- you have to be ready to shift. You have to be ready to, to change. Um, you have to be always open and ready to grow as an entrepreneur, as a business owner in any field, um, but especially in, in the fitness world my goodness i mean it's competitive and it's it's always changing um kind of you can jump in anywhere here
3: um so you want to be successful you got to you got to have a mentor mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. you got to have people that you are mentoring and you got to have individuals that hold you accountable money is not the only metric um and protect your peace um remember you know what's truly important and at the end of the day we love our clients and we do we bend over backwards we do anything you know to serve but be mindful of those individuals that you hold near and dear and make sure that you're putting first things first. Um,
5: yourself,
3: yourself, because and 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 play as hard as you work. You know, <laughs> if you don't work hard, don't play hard. But if you work hard, then when it's time to have fun, then have fun. Um, you know, if you're doing what you love, then the money is is a bonus. Mm-hmm. You no. Know? And don't worry about the money. Just get the results, and the money's gonna come. You know what right. I mean?
5: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, keep your integrity. Yes. And um, be true to yourself. Be true to yourself. Uh, it's a lot of nonsense out here. You know, it's a it's a social media world, and you know, you you're looking at other people's highlight reels, and you know everybody's not in the trenches you know that you and I and and my wife that that we've grown to to understand and and love Mm -hmm. and um you know just compare yourself to who you were yesterday continually get better and you know you can't, can't lose for winning.
5: And you have it right here. In, in, in business, there will be success and there will be failure. And we have these two quotes up here on the wall, and they just stuck out to me. And with success, it says, the predictable result of hard work, patience, sacrifice, and learning put into practice every day. So mm-hmm. you have to put all of that into practice and then there's failure but remember failure is just a temporary state where the most valuable lessons are learned so right. learn the lessons yes learn the lesson. absolutely
4: yeah i mean you only learn when you fail right when you win you really don't learn anything so it's yeah. bound to happen along the way but take the lessons and continue working toward those goals and those successes every day love that yeah. Perfect. All right. So as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? Speaking of a social media world.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Hilton, Hilton, the greatest. <laughs> um. Now, one thing, you know, um, I'm, 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 I'm a hip hop artist also. So we've been kind of integrating our, well, I've been integrating my love for music and hip hop into the fitness world. Um, So that's, that's some really cool stuff that we're doing. So you can check out some of our videos on YouTube. Um, Just look up Tower T, um, the Hilton album, Um, Hilton the Greatest on Instagram, Hilton Ferguson on Facebook. Um, And that's pretty much where I'm at now. (laughs) See, this is Empress Tina. And you really want to follow her. She has all the sauce. You know what I mean? I'm (laughs) I'm, I'm just just the brawn. She's the brain behind the operation. But um, she'll give you all of her her spots. Of course, you
5: can find full-time fitness as full-time fitness on all social media platforms. You look for that blue and gold and that clock. Full-time fitness. We are not open 24 hours, but... Fitness is a full-time thing, right? That's right. It's a if lifestyle.
3: You, if you want right. benefits, you have to be full-time. When you're part-time, you part time you do not get no health, no dental, no 401k. So you got to be full-time <laughs> about your fitness. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's your...
5: Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Facebook as Empress Tina. And that's loaded. Because like I told you, I'm a holistic wellness practitioner. Um, so yeah, Empress Tina. Love it. Perfect. All
4: righty. So, Kit and Hilton from Full Time Fitness in High Point, North Carolina, thank you both
5: so much for taking the time to join us today. It's been great having you both on the show. It's been a pleasure, Brianna. You're awesome. Thanks for doing what you're doing and helping uh, us all kind of come together as a collective and, and grow. Absolutely.
3: Oh, yeah. And I, I, I knew I was a gym board, but it's official now. So, <laughs> correct. That's this, right. It's official. You're I'm official. A, I'm a team, right. Yeah, so wwwfulltime fitnesscom Check us out. Um if anybody wants to reach out, just hit the contact page. You'll get me personally. I like to be as personal as I can, but do know, you know, as 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 value goes up, scarcity in, in increases and um I'll be picking with you. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure. It was a pleasure. Absolutely. And um you know, hopefully, you know, I think, you know, I've, I've gleaned from some, this conversation and hopefully the individuals that listen can can gain some nuggets from us and um, let's keep people well, guys, you know, mm-hmm. people well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
4: That's why we're here. Yeah. All mm-hmm. right. To all the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out.
0: Now stick around for the rest of this episode.
2: Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders.
6: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez. And joining us on the show today is a very special guest from the UK. It is Jez Kearney with H3Gym. Jez, what is going on today? Happy Tuesday. How are you feeling?
7: I'm feeling very hot. We're having a heat wave over here, so so, uh, we're not used to it, you know, so uh, unlike you, we're not all air conned up and all that kind of stuff, so no, but it's it's a fabulous day. The sun's shining.
6: What can be better? There we go. There we go. Look, and we're excited to have you on today, Jez, and look, before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you have going on with H3 Gym, you know, first, why don't you give us a little rundown or a 30 second elevator pitch of how you describe your gym, right? If I came in and I'm like, Hey, what do you, what do you guys do in H3 gym? How do you guys run it? Give me a little description of what that would sound like.
7: Yeah. Well, we are, we, um, what I want to be my ethos of the gym is I want everyone to be able to be coached, to be trained properly. So many gyms out there, they, they, they lure you in with all the wonderful equipment and all that kind of stuff. But once you're there, you left your own devices unless you pay for personal training here we provide all that for for our members. So we we just want everyone to train together, no matter young, old, fat, thin, tall, small. We all work out together and we get the results. And basically, what I want to do is I want to make fitness uh, both challenging but also fun. Really bring the fun back in. We're a community.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. I, the emphasis on the community, right? I think that's the biggest thing, right? Building that culture fit that yeah. you know is a good fit for your specific demographic, right? Because yeah, obviously you appeal to everybody, but there is a certain person who probably is like your go-to demographic there, right? Whether the weekend warrior or you know maybe the athletes or people who are trying to get in the ship, whatever it may be. So it's being that haven for them. I love that. Yes. And so um, we'll dive right into the business here. We'll, we'll start with the, with the bare bones basics, Jez. Um, how, how many members are you serving currently?
7: At this uh, at the moment in this site, we only want we only have three hundred members. That's all we require um we we, we i open this gym uh, purely as a results driven gym and results is a result of whatever our members want if, if they want to have gains if they want to lose weight build lean muscle if they just want to have companionship buddies that's what you know a result is whatever it is to, to our members so and if we don't want it to be overcrowded so sort of we do very small group training and then when people are able to do their own workouts our coaches will then give them programs to do and all that kind of stuff. we want it to, to be in a an environment where they've they've got space and so they can set up their workouts and they, they you know so they they basically they're not having to wait for anything or we're all functional and um basically that's what that's what we do you know we we could i mean we've got the space to to double quadruple But we don't want that. Um, A few years ago, uh, I had a club with 4,000 members in. And one of the reasons why I opened H3 was because I sort of lost face with the backdoor policy. Uh, and it was such a hard slog, you know, I can sell sand to the Arabs, so I can, you know, I, me and the team, we can sell memberships so if we're not doing it on the floor, and that was a 30,000-square-foot facility. Uh, so we had masses of equipment, swimming pools, sauna, so we could sell it, but people weren't getting results. So, so you know, and, and so they were leaving. You know, eventually they'll leave or they pay and they don't come. We don't allow members to, to pay and not be here. So, you know, if you haven't been in for a week, we make sure, we, where are you? Get your ass in. If you want to, can we have members who come back and they'll say, well, can I rejoin? Well, you can't unless you're going to guarantee you're going to come at least three times a week. It's wow. waste my time. Don't time. Don't waste our time. We just, because it's our family. We want it to be inclusive for everyone. And we want to see people... We're not expensive. We're, we're fairly, fairly, um, fairly cheap in in, in in the realms of what we do. Um, and there's, there's clubs around that charge three, four times the amount that we charge. But it's to me at my age, it's not about making loads of money. It's about you know building relationships and and getting people to where they want to be. I've got members now. I've got uh, two members who are coaching with us now so we I, I put members I put people who who are who are really have want massive results uh, incentive is to put them through so they can learn about what they're doing as well so we I've got two coaches now who are who were members which is fantastic on the on the team um we have oh I've got some members 30 years standing you know it's, it's just about building those yeah. relationships and that's and that's what I want it to be so yeah. we could double triple it but we won't because we want yeah. it to be
6: We want it to be a community. Yeah, 100%. And I I love that. I I, I love that you're not going to jeopardize the the quality experience for quantity, right? Um, And again, you're in it for the right reasons, right? You're... You're caring for the clients and making that a priority before profit. Obviously, profit is important because you need to stay. It's important <laughs> at
7: the end of the day. And and let me tell you, you know, you know, after the pandemic, we've had a tough few years in 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 the industry, as you know. And and you know, we 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 lost a few members uh, through COVID. They couldn't afford to pay. People were scared. So we, you know we obviously we froze the the memberships or they cancelled or whatever it is, but there's nothing we could do. And since reopening again, it's it, it is getting uh, it's it's more of a challenge getting people in. And now we've got a worldwide recession happening, and people are worried about energy and you know all, all that kind of stuff. I I get it, you know, I, I do get it. So, uh, but I think uh, it sounds really 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 daft, uh, JJ. But I sort of I've had my day and and. And now, to me, it's not about as long as I can cover the bills, cover the staff wages, and you know, I can take my wife out for a meal once or twice a week. You know, we're sort of quite happy. You know, and 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 that's yeah. what to be. You know, so that, that that's sort of what we're about, really.
6: Yeah, I love the mentality there, and that's awesome. I, and it's great that you, that you're that you're able to to put that aside, right? But, I mean, obviously, again, as we know, we, we you need it, but um, the fact yeah. that yeah, I always say if you put the the clients ahead of of the the actual profit the profit will always come eventually, right? And then that's, that's just inevitable. Yeah. So um, awesome stuff there, Jess. And so uh, kind of continuing on the topic of members here, you know, what's been the best method for you guys to finding new clients? How do you get these folks to come through the door as, as a, a lead, right? Okay. Um, that's that's ever-changing.
7: Um, when we open, this is no word of a lie. When we open this site, we opened with not one member. We wanted it to organically grow so we gave a challenge the challenge was in two years we've got to make it pay for itself so that's what me and the team did so we started with not a member and then most of our a lot of our members we do a referral program so so a lot of our members come from referrals our members they, they refer friends family and friends and all that kind of stuff we do do courses, so, uh, you know, like six-week back into fitness courses and things like that. For that, we, we used to use um, Facebook, you know, the Facebook ads, you know, paid ads and all that kind of stuff. Now we do. I've just, uh, I'm just now getting into groups. You've got to bear with me. I'm in my 60s now, and all this technology is a bit. Uh, I still, <laughs> I still use paper from 40 years ago, cashing up sheets. You know, my God, wow. we have an epos system, but I, I just write it all down on a piece of paper and. I'm just like that. So, uh, so yeah. So, so we do. We, we're starting on the the Instagram and all that. We have got a fair few followers on that, and you know, we have a lot of social events. We have one at the weekend. We've got a, an open weekend for members to bring friends in, family for free. We've got a barbecue happening Saturday night. So we try to get the word out there and try to be part of the community. So, and uh, where we're situated in this club, we are in a, a regeneration area. Just on the edge of the city, we're a short walk from the uh, city centre, but it's a uh, and there's a lot of money starting to go into the area, and so we're sort of we're we're sort of reaching out to these new startups and all that kind of stuff, bringing people in for free because uh, believe it or not, giving things away makes uh, builds business up trying to charge everyone all the time, you know, it's not, we don't want, we never say to, to somebody, if you're going to join my gym, I say, well, come in, well, I want you to come down, tra- uh, train for us for a bit, get a feel for the atmosphere, see if it's for you. If it's for you, I'll take your money off you. I'm quite happy to, to sign you up. If it's not for you, I, I thank you for coming, but but you might know someone who would enjoy coming to us. And that's sort of what we try to do. So we try to sort of build it up organically with referrals and just by putting on free events and, and things like that. And it, it does work, you know, as I say, it's more of a challenge at the moment because obviously with the with the, with the times we're in at the moment, but I, I think a bit like COVID, people are going to get uh, a little less concerned about it and want to carry on to a normal life. And I can only see a bright future for the business. I really can.
6: Yeah, I love that. I love that. And, and I'm glad that you found that method that does work for you, right? I think there's mm-hmm. there's always, I mean, the versatility is always good, right? Having digital marketing, having those unorthodox methods like flyers yes. and even just doing the events and word of mouth and that always works well. But, you know, compounding those leads, I think always works really well. It's a, kind of the best method to go about. So you're doing a great job there, Jez. And so, you know, uh, just for the viewers here, right? With your marketing efforts, yeah, what's a typical week or month, however you want to structure it? Uh, of lead flow right so with your marketing efforts how many client or no, i'm sorry not clients leads could you expect expect to walk through the door that are new on a monthly or weekly basis
7: on a weekly basis i, I guess we get about very number we're a very small member club so so and we don't want to build the club into some massive beast so i guess we're getting round up we we have uh we have two or three people a month who, who leave us whatever they go to moving away uh, for whatever reason but we always we're always taking on like sort of 10 15 members a month new members coming to the gym you know nice. so so it, it, it's it's not like we need massive we, we're a 300 member club we're not a 3000 member club you know okay. so when you've got a club like that, you do have a sales team. We don't have a sales team. My, I I sort of break my staff a bit. You know, if someone's come in and they have not been uh, looked after the way I'd look after them, but I have to remember they're coaches. They're not salespeople. You know, we we, we sure. they get they all get, uh, get bonuses when the club's doing well, and I, I'll give them. You know. Um, I'll give them a little bit here and a little bit there and we'll get a bit on the wages that's just what we do but I have to remember they're they're fabulous I've got fabulous coaches I really have I mean I've been in the game a long time Um, and I think I've got one of the best team of coaches I've had in many many years and I'm blessed for that you know so there's no failings I I don't believe in failing but you know for what you know possibly they might let the odd person go or not do it the way I want it to be done but I have to remember when they're out there, it's showtime. You know, my business, my, my background is entertainment. I used to work in television. It was always showtime, you know, and tits and teeth. Okay. I always say that, it's tits and teeth. And and, and and that's what I want them to be. So when someone comes in, it's, and no matter if they're, if they're coaching or whatever, you walk in the door, you're going to get your name shouted from wherever they are in the, in the gym. Hey, JJ, how are you? How are you? Just, to, just that acknowledgement. You'd be surprised how many people don't do that. You know, you'd be surprised.
6: Yeah, it's true so. no it's those little those little things that carry a lot of weight you know mm-hmm. um and so I know you mentioned that you're you're at 300 and yeah, yeah. you obviously you're not trying to exceed this to be a big box gym, not at all but yeah. um hypothetically speaking here of course if it's leads clients you know traffic was unlimited here, yeah, how much could you even handle? What? How much higher can you go? Oh,
7: we could, you, we could handle it with, without a shadow of a doubt. Because um, in the daytimes, we, 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 I am looking at. Uh, I don't do students here. We used to have a big student gym, uh, okay. and I'm looking. We, we, I, 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 do collaborations with other, other sort of industries, and I've got a collaboration um, that's starting in September with student accommodation. Uh, so we will be doing something and bringing them in, but we have like day, in the day task, we're a coach club. So although it's open gym, um, most of our members come in for our coach sessions. Because if you go to, a, I don't know, in, in the States, you have these uh, low-cost gyms where you pay not a lot, but you just left to. And then if you want a personal trainer, you pay a personal trainer for all. So a lot of our, uh, our clients will come because they felt let down. and they, So they come to our coach sessions, of which we do about 10, 12 a day. And outside those sessions, the gym is fairly quiet. So my challenge now is for myself and the team is to get those times busier. So we have got time. So I I say we want to capture 300 members, but I'm going to start introducing different zone time memberships as well. So gotcha. we're
6: looking to do, yeah. Yeah, I think that's a smart approach. I think that's great. Hmm. I think it's necessary, right? I think, again, that versatility is going to be the biggest thing. Um, And and, um, now, I know you kind of alluded to this earlier, so I just kind of want to kind of get some clarity here too. Because I think it's probably one of the hardest things in the fitness industry, but how do you track, how do you manage these metrics, right? Knowing how long someone's been a member for, um, knowing if they're getting ready to cancel, how do you know where they are in well, journey? Well, it's,
7: it's a bit of a minefield, isn't it, with uh, with technology and, and all that. And I'm, I have to, I hold my hands up, I'm, I'm not the best at that. But um, I, I, everyone swipes in. So every, we have a members app, everyone swipes in. Um, if they're not swatching you know, in Every week I, I, I pull a report off Who's not been in the club That week and, and, and then we We get on the phone And we just ring them It's quite Old fashioned We don't I'm, I'm not a big one For I'm um, oh, oh I I hate these banks where you haven't got a cashier. I like to talk to someone. I want you know I don't want machines. I'm, you know, so so I like to talk to people. And when I re- I pick the phone up, I say, Hey John, you have not been in for a week. Oh, I've been on holiday. Yes, oh fantastic. Where have you been? I like to find out. They appreciate that. Or if they say, Oh, I've just lost a mojo. Well, come in. Let's let's. When's a good time to come in? Come in with me, come have a coffee. I have a you can't see my office, but I have a settee and all that. Come have a coffee, come and have a chat. Let's have a let's talk about it and generally get them get the mojo going. So, I I, I sort of with having a small member club, it's a lot more easy to manage than having a, a mass a mass club. I mean, we're starting a new site at the end of this year, um, so I'm putting into place. A lot of things getting ready for the new site that when we open that but again that will be a small member site again with about uh two and a half hundred members i want for that site so i will get them we'll get them pretty quickly and, and, and on the back of that so i've just gone through a whole dna of the club and i've rebranded the whole club so uh the whole is the whole building's been painted inside and out new logos new color schemes new new clothing new everything so uh so that's all been launched, and and it's good. It's very positive. I think when you are, a, I am a single operator. and I've been operating the club for forty years, but I, I look at myself. I always describe myself as I'm, I've got ten pounds in my pocket. You know, we're not the spaniel coming by stair masters? You know, for what we charge, and I have, I had somebody leave a few months ago because she wanted stair masters. Well, we're functional training. So when we're when we're like. Uh, a club like myself, and there's millions about. Um, you've got to be innovative. You've got to come up with new ideas. I started back in 83 when there was no such thing as aerobics. There was no such thing as step aerobics. There was no such thing as a star jump, a jumping jack. They were unheard of, you know. And then mainstream gyms took on. So then you have to change what you do. And then we, we started calisthenics back in 2000. Calisthenics is huge now. So then we have to yeah. move on, you know. And we have to change the thing. So we have a massive calisthenics uh, arm in the club, the huge rig. We've got, I've got some fantastic coaches who, and it's thriving. But I know that now we're looking for our next niche because we can't compete with uh, the big clubs. I'm not sure in in, in, in the states we have like the David Lloyds or the Virgins, and they can just put their hands in the pocket and spend five hundred thousand pounds completely refitting with new stuff. We can't do that, so we have to be innovative and 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 up with new ways and new like, wonderful things to do so that's what we try to do so going back to your question on monitoring i think with the size of club that i am now it's actually quite easy because we know most of our members i will say where is where's where's john where's fred where's you know we, we sort of know where they are so and, that, and that's what yeah
6: I say. yeah Okay, cool. And Jess, I'm going to ask you a little bit of a longer-winded question here, uh, but a good question in itself, right? It's going to kind of be a, a good self-reflection question, right? And yeah. um, uh, if you need me to repeat anything by any means, just let me know because it is a little longer. So, okay. No. Well, we've been discussing this entire podcast have been the pillars of business, right? And there's five, but predominantly uh, in the fitness and gym industry, at least we use three, right? And that's going to be your lead generation, which is your marketing. So getting people yes. to the door, your client acquisition, which is getting someone to convert from being interested as a lead to actually becoming a client. And then your retention and ascension, which is keeping your clients longer, but getting them to buy more from you in that process. Yes. So Jez, of those three, where do you feel like you could improve the most? um out of those three
7: i'd like to say i mean our our retention is pretty good but it hurts me when someone wants to leave so I, i i i i will never let anyone go cold so if you inquire about my gym and and i bring you in here i i would love to get you training with us within a day not join you up but get your training once you sample what we do and you 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 you're pulled into our community spirit it's quite infectious it really is so but it's it's when people leave for whatever reason people leave you you, you know you you're around gym owners all the time and people say oh, i'm moving away or i'm you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm I'm doing something, then you see them down the road like a, a week later and all that. People lie. So I, I think, although retention is, is is fairly good with us, it's the retention side. I'd like to have a club. I, I'd love to see a day, I'm, I'm sure, well, possibly one day it will happen, where we we have 300 members and we never, we never have to sell a membership because we've we filled everyone's need. That's what I would like. So for me personally, most, most probably number three. Because I, I sort of take it as a personal insult when people want to leave me or try yeah. something else and, that and that, stuff like that. Yeah. And I, I, hear, I will try anything to keep people. I will try anything.
6: Yeah. So. I think because I think it's all the longevity of your clients, right? Keeping them longer, not just getting a bunch of new clients all the time, but keeping your clients longer, getting them to spend more with you. I think that's the key.
7: Well, you know, spend more with you. Yeah. I mean, to me, yeah, I'd like to spend, I'd like them to spend more money. And our members are lo- uh, loyal. They do buy our. Know, merchandise and things like that but it it's just keep them there they make them feel part of what we do yeah. part of it that's that's what we want them to do you know
6: 100% yeah,
7: yeah. so I, I think number 3 for me possibly yeah. yeah
6: and i just want to say thank you for that jazz i mean i appreciate the honesty and transparency i think you know um regardless of success regardless of experience the fact that you can be humble enough to say how much uh, I am not know how much, but I'm sorry, the fact that you can improve at all, I think it is big in itself, right? So thank you for that. I think the honesty there yeah. is an eye-opener for, for the viewers, for everybody. So thank you for that. Um, for sure. And, and uh, last two questions for you, Jez. Um, my two favorite questions in itself, though. Um, the first one's going to be, you know, what's the bigger picture for you? What are you trying to accomplish long-term?
7: Oh, well, you could have asked me that 30 years ago, JJ. But as I, as, as you know, I'm... I'm uh in my 60s now and I think I've done everything I, I, I've I've enjoyed everything I, I can't have I can't think I've been good times bad times lots of different things but if I had my time again and I, I, I've offered that that's this I'll do exactly the same thing I might make slightly different choices or you know <laughs> but um I just love what I do I, I can't say any more than that um if in, in my in thirties, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to rule the world. So when I opened in '83, we had a very small niche club, and it was brilliant. Everyone, you know, it was like Cheers. I used to I used to be a big fan of Cheers back in the '80s. And everyone knew Norm, and Norm watching the door Everyone, Norm, and and that's what I had with Hoofers, the, the the first club. And then when I opened uh, the second club in the Victoria Centre, it was, like I say, I wanted to make a fitness affordable for everyone. I'm not really materialistic. I have a nice house, a nice car, but I, I'm not materialistic. So I like the nice things, but if it, if it if it's not there, then it doesn't really bother me. Um, I don't want to be flash, and uh, you know, I just want to be quite humble. And I appreciate I appreciate people paying for me to live, basically. So 30 years ago, I when I opened the big club, I saw I looked at the bigger picture. And so with 4,000 members paying you 40 pounds a month, it's actually quite a nice little income. So I had all the, the flash cars and I had the uh, uh, big holidays and the holiday homes and all that kind of stuff. But if I'm going to be truthful with you, JJ, yeah, I, I think I'm a lot happier now just getting to know. Cause I didn't know, I didn't know people. I, I'm a people person. Yeah, I could talk I to see. you for hours. I can talk to anyone for hours. I think they stay away from me in the office. If I get, if I get them in the office, I'll just talk. Oh, bang, 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 bang. But I just love it. I'm a people club. So my wife, um, should bless her, she's the same as me. So, and she trains here. And, so it's just a big family club. But it's, I guess it's, uh, it's, it's, it's about the members. It's, it, it, and it, that sounds really cliche and really. I don't know what, but I get a real big pleasure of watching people train. I like taking people... I've got a a guy that I love. I do a lot of Ironman. I do a lot of cycling. I do Ironman training and and all that kind of stuff. And I just finished back in 2011, 2010. I just finished the Ironman. I had uh, one of my managers, he was from California, Zach Zach Schmidt, and... uh, I've just finished, and I don't know if you've ever done that yourself, but you walk like you've ridden a horse for five years when you finish it. So I'm walking across the gym floor, and he said, hey, how was it? You know, I said, oh, it's fantastic. I said, we are you going to do it with me next year? And he says, hey, boss, I'll do it with you. I said, yeah, I'll train with you, because I love taking people from zero to hero. And then this rather large uh, black gentleman uh, called Nemo, Samuel Nemo. It's ironic. He'd never... And he was walking across the gym and Zach had said, hey, 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 Nemo, are you going to... And he went, yeah. He was like, yes, man. Yes, I'll do that. It was a year of health. He, he was scared of water. He'd never ridden a bike. He'd never run for a bus in his life. He was very overweight. And we used to take him open water to swim. We had a swimming pool in the club, so we are trying to get him swimming, but he'd scream, he would... But the story is he's one of my f- best friends now He does ultra Ironmans, he does ultra marathons now. He's one of the nicest people you'll ever wish to meet. Uh, Just because he said, yes, I'll take that, you know, I'll I'll, I'll do it. And that's the kind of people I like. So when people come in and they look like they're struggling or they need help, and I say, look, just put your faith in us and we won't let you down. That's the kind of people I like to help because there's plenty. When you alluded to like the CrossFit uh, gym that we're, we're sort of not, but we do that kind of training. But I have I've always done this for 40 years with my gym stuff. I have a, um, a pie chart and I, and I have this pie chart and I sit all my staff down when they join me and I say, right, these are our members. And I have 10% of experts. I have 10% of uh, angry people. I have 20% of uh, floaters. And I have 60 percenters. And I sort of say, like the angry people, you know, these people here, these are people who moan about, oh, the chain room's crap, and the thesis, relation, the session was there. And I say, do we like those people? And they say, oh, yeah, uh, no, we don't like those people. And I what well, I do like those people. I said because because they've been with me, some of them have been with me 10, 15 years, and they moan it's dirty because they don't want to go elsewhere. They want to, they want to stay here, but they want it to be perfect. So we have to nurture those people. And then we have percentage of experts and the experts are the people that we cannot sell product to. We cannot because they will buy it elsewhere, better, cheaper, whatever it is. You can't, my personal trainers can't give them a session because they know it all. So all they'll pay is the sub. Do like those people? And, I, and they say, oh yeah, we like those people. And that's where my coaches will just spend an hour talking to them because they will, they will chat. I said, well, I don't like those people. I, I don't dislike anyone, but I will not spend more than two minutes because all I need to fulfill their significance is by saying, hey, hey, Fred, you're looking great today, mate. Oh, thanks for that, Jez, I can leave them alone. But it's the 60%ers, it's the people who we don't talk to. It's the people that, who want the help and they don't get that. And they're the 60%ers that leave gyms and we can't survive on our experts and our floaters or our angry people. We need these and we need to nurture the 60%ers. And these are the people when they say, well, I'm leaving you. And in the big club, when we had 4,000 members, that was most of our leavers because our coaches were like stretching around with the testosterone and, and showing how big the muscles are with the, in the freeway areas or whatever. And these people who are quite quiet, it's all about profiling because I profile all my staff so they understand what kind of person they are. And these people are a bit scared to ask for help or they're a bit, you know, so eventually when they, they leave, we send an email. We used to send an email out saying, oh, you know, thank you for remembering. I'm so sorry you left, could you write down? And then their keyboard warriors, when they're not face-to-face, they will say, well, because no one ever spoke to me. I never got a program. I never got this. You know, and so this is a lot easier to manage because my staff all know that I drill that into them. So it doesn't matter who they are. And I've got experts and everything. We have body weight coaches. I've got Olympic lifting coaches. I've got calisthenics coaches, but the ones that I love to nurture are taking the zeros and making them believe that they can do that. And they can yeah that. And there's, you know, Mm. I always say we only want 0.2% of the Mm -hmm. gyming population. So it's actually not hard to, to get those people to, it's, it's hard giving them the confidence to actually believe that they can. And I think yeah. that's the beauty trying to get people to, to 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 understand how the put yourself in these people's field. You know, I'm doing a new website and, and they've put the, we've got all these new fantastic pictures, but I didn't have one for the front page. And my IT guys just sent me this website. So bloody hell he's put like this wonderful, beautiful picture of a size eight woman on a on a machine. I said, You've got to get that off. Because anyone size eight or over ain't going to come to my gym if you, if you have to look like that. You know, we've got to a bit in the, the 21st century. You know, we, you know, there's plenty of gyms. Uh, CrossFit gyms are perceived in people's heads as you've got to be ultra fit and you've got to be ultra. And it's not true. They're nurturing clubs as well, but they come across as these really... Mm-hmm like hardcore gyms which they're not so um they're just great they they are great they're good communities all these boxes are great communities we do high rocks now high rocks is really got people who've never trained or come, who didn't believe they could do competitions and we send we have lots of 40-50 people um each competition are doing high rocks people who never have thought of doing that so I guess that's that's um I guess I I like taking the the zero and making them some kind of hero, whatever the hero they want to be. Exactly.
6: Exactly. I love that. I love that. And so one last question for you here, uh, Jazz. my favorite question. Is, I did say I waffle
7: a lot. I did say I waffle. No, no, not, no, that,
6: that was a great response. though. I mean, you, you kind of circled it back I see exactly what you meant there. So, um, you know, uh, Jess, if you could go back in time to yeah. when you first started your gym you know, and, and be able to speak to yourself when you first started, sit yourself down and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear. Yeah. What would that advice be for you?
7: I think now if I, if I, I would slow down, I would learn more. I'm always learning. Um, I think I was, I was trying to, I was, try, I was very gun ho. I'm trying to conquer the world. And, um, learning is massive for me you know like you you, there's always new things there's always learning um one thing that's a great great question you know that's a great question um because everything i've done i've always tried to do to the best of my ability and then when i look back sometimes i think ah possibly i could have done that better or i'm possibly slow down and, and possibly contemplate more and um, i'm very impulsive i'm a very impulsive person i'm a salesman's delight so i think possibly taking a step back and um i don't have i i, I honestly hand on heart i don't have any regrets in life um if i did it all again i possibly just just slow down i think i just wanted to rule the world i wanted to prove that you didn't have to pay fortunes for gym memberships you didn't have to pay fortunes for this and I wanted to I soon soon learned that if you don't pay too much then you can't pay your overheads in the big place I was—I had to take £60,000 a month just to cover my to, to, to cover the X's, you know and Wow. if you give everything away for free, and you, so we have a lot of people training here for free. I, I, I get communities and you know people, carers who need respite. So in our downtime, to come in and my coaches will put a session on for them, things like that. Um, and sometimes you know free doesn't always pay the bill. So I don't. Is that, that's a great question, JJ, and I'd waffle on for an hour, talking. But I, I think I would, possibly listen and learn a bit more. We'll just keep learning more. We all, need I love it. we all need coaches.
6: Yeah, yeah, that was a mic drop of an answer there, Jez. If I could drop this thing right now, I definitely would. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> look, it's a good place to wrap things up on this episode now. Yeah. Uh but before we sign out, you know, Jez, please shout out any social media website. Facebook, anything you have? Where can people find out more about you guys? And well, you know
7: what, we are—you know—we we, we I've stepped back now, and stepped back as in trying to conquer the world. Uh, but listen, our, uh, Instagram, you know, H three H three Gym uh, in Nottingham. Anyone, please come and come and look what we do. We do some great stuff. We have people train with us. They come from like all over the Midlands. You know, they travel an hour to get to us and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, and I I do love hearing. From other, other gym owners and, and other uh, trainers and anything like that, anyone who's in in Nottingham can pay us a visit, come and train. It won't cost you anything. Just come in and and give us a go. I'd appreciate if you buy a bottle of water or a bottle of juice, you know. <laughs> but no, come in because they say it's a community, and that's and that's what we want to do. So uh, yeah, look at it's H three Gym on Instagram and and uh, the, on the website. The website will be up. Uh, it's well, up now. In fact, we've always got one running, but our new one will be up in about two or three days' time.
6: So, yeah, check us out, please do. That's it. That's it. Awesome, Jess. Thank you so. We absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. If you could stick around for one second, just to so let you know how you can get the podcast, I'd appreciate it. We'll Just okay, sign up yeah. the episode here. So, okay. and thank you to everyone who else who tuned in today. Uh, we appreciate your time and your contribution to our podcast as well. Uh, and if you want to come in and join us talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon.